self-serving persuasive talkers of everything and nothing we are a conversation con artists what's going on people it's your boy mr on point and i am calamity red i'm back bitches okay get it out your system i did (laughs) and we are conversation con artists back for another wonderful fantastic episode you can find me on twitter and instagram at mr m-i-s-t-e-r underscore on point and that can be found at red underscore calamity also we're still doing the listener letter portion of the show so if you have a question you would like for us to answer you can send it to our gmail account it's conversation call artists at gmail.com or you can find us on facebook and send it to us that way conversation call artists or you can find uh send us reddit posts because we like for you to do that as well um before we get into these reddits i wanted um, to say um if, if whoever gave us a listen um last week we had Colin on and Sid the twin kid from the let's not go there podcast i appreciate the love it was a very good insightful conversations around relationships and sex so y'all should go back and check that out and thank uh, and, both uh, sid and uh colin for covering for my ass because i yeah. was on a couch high um yeah thank y'all <laughs> i um i'm still healing from the surgery but it's like miles away from where i was this time last week because it was shitty um would not suggest sinus surgery if somebody would ask me about it like if they were contemplating it i would say don't do it so you deal with having sinuses the rest of your life or uh, uh, fake allergies the rest of your life and have that surgery again well the, so the problem with the surgery is that it's not guaranteed it's going to get rid of my sinus issue so i had the surgery people have sinus surgery usually because they have chronic um you get sinus infections all the time i don't have allergies i went and got allergy tested and i ain't allergic to shit okay so then i'm like why the fuck i keep getting (laughs) keep getting these sinus infections because that's what they would be when i'm going to the doctor they would be sinus infections and it turns out you can have chronic uh, what is it chronic sinusitis and um you just have a condition that you know you get sinus infections even though it's not by an allergy like it's not i'm being exposed to some kind of allergen it's just i get sinus infection so the surgeons but they're supposed to go up and like try to clean up the infected tissue in your nose clean out any polyps that may be up there and uh open your sinus cavities bigger is what they're supposed to do uh the reason i said i want to suggest it is because it's not guaranteed like i feel I feel much better than I did last week, but I feel like I got a, a sinus infection. Like I feel because like I got you're still get... healing from a surgery. Yeah, I mean, but... your tune's gonna be different when you don't get these sinus infections no more. Well, and, and you're gonna tell motherfuckers, I think it's worth the risk. Well, so everybody that I've talked to that had it done, uh, it it's good for uh, like a year or two, and then you start having chronic shit again. But well, I mean, I guess that I'll enjoy the year or two. Well, you know, the conditions in your genetic makeup that allowed it to exist in the first place is probably trying to fight to turn it back into what it was, even if it's gone. So, yeah, that could be the case, you know, but whatever. Uh, but yeah, it was I've never had surgery. So that was an experience. And being put to sleep um, is fucking weird. It's a weird. This is weird. <laughs> And I was having more trouble from, so apparently they put a tube down your throat when you're asleep to help with breathing. Cause like 
the anesthesia that they give you kind of slows everything down so to make sure you're getting enough oxygen. And they don't put the tube down until you go under. And uh, so I had no memory of a tube because by the time I woke up, tube was gone. When I went to sleep, tube wasn't there. But my throat felt like shit. <laughs> and so for the longest, I, it was very hard to like talk for long periods of time because of the tube. But anyway, um, what I was going to say before we get into the letters is that so we talked about this. It was a few episodes back. I don't know if you remember this. Talking about um, this lime, cucumber, and Gatorade. Mm-hmm. And you said it was trash, but Tag said that it was good. And Tag said that because I, I was like, I don't think it would be good. because And he was like, well, you had never tried it. So, at all point as a witness, I'm holding it up to the camera. I went and bought one because I had to buy a bunch of um, power aids and stuff for when I was sick because I wasn't able to eat. And um. Or not sick when I was out on surgery. So I thought I saw this in the store and I was like, let me buy one and I'm gonna save it and I'm gonna try it on the show. <laughs> so I can give my immediate reaction. So I'm gonna drink this lime cucumber uh gator. It already smelled like I'm not gonna like it. <laughs> it smells like cucumber and lime. But it's the sweet. It smells like okay, just let me you might like it. It's weird. <laughs> like it's it's what I expected. It's just too sweet. I, I, that's what I thought it was gonna fuck it up. It does taste like cucumber and lime. Like if you've ever had like water that was flavored with cucumber and lime, it tastes like that. But it's like it's really sweet, and I'm not really a fan. Yeah, no. Mm-mm. Not a fan. It's kind of weird. But I tried it now. I can I can adequately talk shit about it <laughs> because I tried it. So uh, I know that I don't like it. So there you go, Tag. <laughs> if you're listening, I tried it. It's not good. It's what I thought it was going to be too sweet. Um, if it had less sugar, if they like pull back on the sugar, it may not be that bad, but it's just, it's way too sweet. Um, okay. So Reddit post, I have some, am I the assholes? And I have some regular ones. Let's see. I have teenager that wants to know if she should snitch on her daddy about being on Tinder to her mama. I have a boyfriend that won't do anything about his mental health. <laughs> so I'm even if we don't do this one first, I'm I'm gonna read this one just because I think this is an important point. For don't people. say the name of it. Okay, don't. Mm-mm, just when you get ready to do it, bring it up then. Okay. Um. A, a whole these little young folks. This is the um boyfriend who wants the girl to keep her location on. Which this is that's such a new thing. I, I think these young ass people do this shit. I didn't. Foot fetish. Um, am I the asshole for kicking my boyfriend out of our house? Am I the asshole for telling my boyfriend that he needs to treat the living room like my office? Am I the asshole for kicking my friend out of my house even though she has nowhere else to go? Shit. So. That's a lot. 
It is. I saved a lot of them. Do the foot fetish. Uh, I knew you were going to choose that one. And I had, um, I'll, I'll, let me read the first one and then I'll get into that. <laughs> um, title is Boyfriend Exploring Foot Fetish with Coworker. Uh, the boy, my boyfriend, who's 34, is into feet. Not my favorite thing, but we do stuff with it because he likes it. I've been uneasy for a while with his relationship with his coworker, who is a 26-year-old female, for a while. He shares a lot with her, including his sexual likes, dislikes, and sometimes even my likes, dislikes. This doesn't bother me too much, but I found something out recently that makes me uneasy. They text constantly, and I recently found out they have been discussing his foot fetish in depth. She even sent him pics after he asked what hers looked like. He responded in a flirty way, especially after alcohol. There was no outright sexting, but sort of chatting around the subject. Is it reasonable that I ask him to tone down this relationship, or would that be controlling? Child. <laughs> Girl. Uh, that's not controlling. He... So... A lot of times, like especially with work shit, that shit start off like emotionally, or it starts off as people getting really close. Um, so I would not be with the shits, like at all with this. Um, and I, you know, the last person that I was re dating here, I mean, it wasn't re recently, or maybe it was a few months ago. At this point, I don't fucking know. Anyway, he had a foot thing, and um, the shit is. It's weird, man. I don't get it. No kink shaming, but I just, I didn't get it. I don't get it. Feet just look like feet to me. So, like, people who have foot fetishes, I'm like, it's a fucking foot. <laughs> I don't get it. But he, like, his wasn't maybe to the extent that this man, that is, he just, like, you know, he wants you to get your toes done all the time so that they look nice. And, like, he just talked about feet a lot. And it's weird. But I feel I, like it'll be easy work to be able to lay on one side of the couch watching your TV show while you just fondling that man with your foot. <laughs> like you could just, I feel like it'll be easy for women. Like <laughs> I'm sure disgusting, but like yeah, it's the weird. Let's work. It's not the the ease of it or the or but it's just it's it's odd. I'm not gonna say it's it's odd. It's different than what you're used to. Because uh, foot fetishes aren't, you know. Every fetish is different than what you're used to. Yeah, like, but it's... That, that's the essence of a fetish. It's something different that turns a person on. Yeah, the foot... Just yeah. having sex itself ain't fetish. Oral no. sex ain't a fetish. No. Like, normal shit ain't fetishized. Like... It's... I don't get foot fetishes, but he does sound like he's crossing a line with this coworker. This... Uh, you know, the title of this letter is clickbait. This ain't about the foot fetish. This is about inappropriate relationships. How do you feel about people having, like, work booze? I think that shit is dumb. And if my... Huh? What's dumb about it? What you mean? So, if, if you're single and you have a work boo, go right on ahead. If you have an actual boo, husband, wife, what? You, no, that's disrespectful to me. I would never. And my husband, if I ever went and, and went to my husband's job and some bitch came up and was like, hey, girl, I'm his work wife, um, we're going to have a problem. 
fuck is you talking about? His work wife. He don't need a work wife. I'm his wife 24-7, bitch. I said work boo. I ain't say work boo, wife. whatever. Okay, if my if my boyfriend, if I go up and she like, I'm his work boo, I'm his boo 24-7. He don't need no work boo. The fuck you mean work boo? No. No. Because there's a reason why it goes beyond just saying this is... Uh, a co-worker of mine that I'm close to, a friend. You didn't put a t- boo title on it, and that's a problematic to me. Sorry. You have friends at work. When you start feeling the need to give people special titles, like, bitch, no. No. Okay. <laughs> I think this just goes into inappropriate relationships. And the reality is you need to know your partner, man. You need to know your partner and how they feel about these kind of relationships, you know, but you got to have your own t- integrity too. Um, yeah. Me personally, I don't, I don't talk to nobody outside of my relationship. Um, well, I can in this relationship because it's ethically non-monogamous, <laughs> but in any other relationship, that's just not been my thing. And, you know, I don't really even in this relationship, like seek that shit out. Like, you know, I ain't like yeah. trying to amass a harem of, of, of partners that's not my thing you know but it's always been, like I didn't talk to my homeboys girlfriends I didn't text them none of that stuff um you know you so you, a lot of people don't have boundaries but you know I don't know when you get into fetishes I feel like a lot of people go try to find that thing the way they want it when they don't get it from their partner the way that they oh, because she says she does stuff with it because he you know he likes to do it um but that you know that can't be done with the same level of enthusiasm that somebody who is on the other end of that like somebody who likes men that have feet fetishes then go be with that bitch like you cannot be with me for everything else that I provide, and then because I this this fetish that you have, even though I help you to indulge in it as much as I can, considering it's not a fetish of mine. It if that's not enough, then you need to go find somebody who has. If that foot fetish shit is that important to you, then that that needs to be your main thing, and you need to go find that. But you can't be with me and then indulge in that shit on the side, and then be like, "Well, you're not really into it, and she is." I don't give a fuck. No, go be with her then. You go get everything you need from her, including foot shit. Maybe the best decision he ever made. What, going to be with her? Mm-hmm. Well, good for him and her. That's why people need to have early conversations, man. <laughs> like, motherfucker need to rip the Band-Aid off. Hey, listen, I, I got foot fetish. I want you to, I want a foot job every now and then. And I need you to be okay with that. Uh, I'm not okay with that. Okay, well, this ride was fun as long as I was on it, but I'm going to get off right here because I need your feet. I cannot. It's you got to have conversations early, man. You do. you do. And you have it boundaries in relationships. You know, a lot of times, you know, people will be like when they cheat or when situations, it just happened. No, you put yourself in a situation in which this could happen. Because you laxed your boundaries. When you have your boundaries in place and you're not places that you don't fucking need to be in the first place, shit like that don't happen. So don't tell me that it just happened. You put yourself in a position for it to happen. Fuck out of here. 
So he, the boundaries, they have a, a boundary issue. And again, if his, if the foot fetish thing is that important to him, and again, no kink shaming, that's fine, but you can't, you can't use that as an excuse to go find somebody else on the side to do this thing. I'm going to be with you because I like everything you do outside of, you know, the foot shit. Like, no, <laughs> no, because you're going to be upset if I be like, okay, I like being with you and I'm going to be with you, but this nigga got money. And so <laughs> I'm going to go get this money, but I'm still with you. You my man. Like, you ain't going to put up with that shit or any other thing that I say I'm going to go get from another man because you're not with it. It ain't going to happen. So you can't do that to me either. Yeah, I mean, it's only a matter of time before that flirty shit got to escalate. Mm -hmm. You don't just start getting foot pics and then being flirty back with them and then that shit just be like, okay, that was fun while it lasted. We're done now. That ain't how the shit work. And for me, your camera froze, but for me, getting feet picked when you have a foot fetish is the same thing as you getting a dick pic. Like, it's a foot to anybody else, but because of the fetish that you have, that's a lot more of an erotic picture. So I'm going to look at that and treat that a lot differently. Like, so like, just because it's a foot don't mean that I'm not, that's like somebody sending a dick pic or if she has sent you her vagina, because for you, that's an erogenous um, zone. So her sending that foot is her foot is already disrespectful because of the context that it was sent in. So no, <laughs> you better talk to him and get some understanding. I think a lot of us come into relationships with our own understandings of what is appropriate for a partner, and we don't communicate them because we assume that they have yeah. the same way of thinking. And that ain't always the case. I mean, people do all kind of crazy shit. Yeah. And infidelity exists out here. You know, but for me, I don't I'm not I don't babysit. If you want to be with somebody else, go be with them. <laughs> like stop wasting my time and just tell me that you're done with me. I'm a big boy. I can take it. It won't feel good. But they'll feel better than finding out you fucking somebody. You know, while we together, you know, <laughs> having to deal with the shame, the embarrassment, the yep. you got me looking like a fool out here, <sighs> all of that shit. Yep. Uh, I want to do this one just because I'm curious about it. I don't read these. I look at the titles and if it sounds interesting, I save it. So I want to do the one about the dad on Tinder. <laughs> okay. She's 17. And she says, should I tell my mom, who's 42, that my dad, who's also 42, has Tinder and is actively using it? <laughs> Sorry for the punctuations. English is not my first language, so it's not over here. I have noticed, I, no, I had noticed it in April, I believe. We, my dad, my brother, and my sister and I were staying home because schools closed down and my dad was staying home with my sister. I borrowed my dad's phone to use the camera because my phone was on the second floor and I wanted to make to take a picture of my cat in a silly position. Then my dad's phone got a notification. I didn't know what to do. I couldn't ask him anything because my brother was around. So I got my phone and texted him basically saying, what the fuck, why do you have this app? He responded by saying that he has other social media apps like Facebook or TikTok and Instagram and so on and that it doesn't mean anything since he uses it just to chat. I told him that I'll sign up as well if it is so innocent, but he said I had to wait until I'm 18. Well, it ain't that innocent, is it, Dad? Fast forward to today, 
I again borrowed my dad's phone to take a picture of my cat in my baby sister's car. Why are you taking so many pictures of your cat? Uh, I got the notification again. Someone texted him. I was so shocked. Perhaps I was not expecting him to keep using the app since I confronted him. Maybe I did know in the back of my mind that he was on it all those times when he was supposed to watch my sister but was texting somebody back instead. Okay, now the difficult part. My dad has something similar to anger issues. Once he was very annoyed that my brother and I didn't change clothes after school and we were chilling downstairs. Mind you, it was an hour uh, after I got home and I was just finishing up making lunch for everyone. So he dragged me from behind the bar with tea in my hand and showed, shoved me, I think it was supposed to be shoved me, towards the stairs, spilling it everywhere. It wasn't hot, but he could have hurt me. Um, I was so terrified. It was the first time he has ever hurt me, but not the first one he has screamed at me, threatened to lock me up, beat me up, or kick me out of the house. I stayed in my room for the rest of the day. In the morning while I was making food for school, he casually remarked that he will beat me up if I don't change clothes after I get home, which my mom heard. She must have heard what happened yesterday because what I responded with a fuck you, I don't know what else to say in this situation, to be honest. She started screaming at me, telling me I always get on her nerves and that it's so hard for both of them because of the baby. It was heartbreaking because I felt so alone. My mom has a tendency to excuse my dad's actions and words, even when it scares her and us. I really need your help to decide whether to tell her or no, because on one hand, she's getting played by a man she had three children with, and the most recent one has only turned one a few days ago. I hate seeing her being disrespected like that. On the other hand, I don't know how to tell her, when to tell her, or what will happen. She may not care as much as I do or won't pressure my dad to do something about other women he is talking to. She also always feels tired because of her job, and I don't want to make it worse. Hmm. Um, I think that, I don't know. I wonder what kind of relationship mom and dad got. Make me think that maybe they got their own little thing going on. Like a and they don't want the kids to know about it. Like an open relationship, but don't want the kids to know about it. Dad, no. Dad sound, doesn't sound like... Dad's aggressiveness and his anger. Um, I don't know. That doesn't sound like him and his wife have an open thing. If he yelling and shoving, fucking everybody up in the house. Like, I don't... Those kind of men... I can't really see them being okay with their wife fucking other people, like, <laughs> or even talking to other men. Like, if he has anger issues like this, I don't think I don't know. I don't get that from this. I snitch on him. <laughs> I tell her. I mean, I mean, it's a hard. I mean, I definitely tell on stepdaddies. one. <laughs> Um, I hadn't been in a situation where I had to tell my dad, my mama, something on my daddy because we never lived together. But the kids that I work with that have had a situation like that, I was like, look, we working on your problems, man. You ain't got time for that shit. <laughs> <laughs> you do not got time to get in your parents' business, man. Let their marriage fail on its fucking own. Uh, I would snitch, but advice to this person. Let your parents have their relationship. You 17, you finna get the fuck out of the house next year. Just leave that shit alone. Get the fuck out before this shit turn into something that's gonna be the traumatic last year that you were living at your house. Yeah. Um, Because the thing about it is if dad 
is threatening to fuck you up in front of mom and you like fuck you and the mom yelled at you instead of having a conversation with dad about like what you mean you gonna fuck her up when when she tells her mom there is no guarantee that her mom is going to be like thank you daughter for informing me that i was being um you know that your dad doing some shady shit. she might get mad at the girl call her a liar you know it, you, her mom doesn't sound like she would receive it well just based she, off of her response to dad's behavior like if she, she gonna, let him do all of this fuck shit, she ain't gonna jump at him by this she's gonna tell you get out of grown folks business <laughs> and continue to deal with that with her husband i'm sure she knew what know what kind of husband she got yeah you know this shit ain't new it pro- i mean tender maybe new but him fucking around if he is fucking around probably is not new uh, somebody so this is what the people in the comments said take screenshots and show mom uh, <laughs> this <laughs> the daughter said okay but i don't want to see a dick pic by accident i'm thinking of just telling her she could check his phone <laughs> see that already indicate that you ain't mature enough for this shit <laughs> i mean goddamn every man got a dick you don't want to see your dad's dick except though. the dude from caught up the movie where the security guard got his dick blew off in a robbery <laughs> and he was the one coming back trying to kill them motherfuckers because his dick got blew off so mm-hmm. i'm sure some people don't have dicks well you know sure some your... people have dicks enough uh, that are small enough to not even register as dicks to women okay. micro penis i would not want to see my dad's dick I, I feel her. I mean, and I'm 35. Okay, I don't want to. I won't want to see my daddy dick neither. But that ain't the issue at hand. It's not. But the fucking umbrella issue is that your mama being done wrong by your daddy, and you want to do something about that. So you saying that I'm either not gonna do it or do it in the most harmful way possible to avoid seeing a dick? <laughs> like you might need proof. That's what that person is saying. That person is saying, how you know your mama gonna believe you? How you know your daddy had deleted going to delete his tender by the time all of this shit go down? And you're willing to not have that proof and hope your mama just believe you because you don't want to see a dick pic of your daddy. Listen, it come in the territory. If you didn't want to goddamn do what it takes, you shouldn't have been going in your daddy's shit no way. Furthermore, why the fuck you keep... Listen, why the fuck this daddy keep giving her this phone? <laughs> he knew from the first time that... And he thinks she's stupid. Let me tell y'all something. Like, generation, fucking old generation, motherfucking boomers and motherfuckers under the boomers. Listen, your kids are smarter than you when it comes to technology, okay? They're not smarter than you when it comes to credit. They're not smarter than you when it comes to mortgages and taxes. They probably may be smarter than you when it comes to religion. But they are not smarter than you, or you are not smarter than them when it comes to technology. <laughs> I mean, it just that's just what it is, right? So him just talking about some, oh, it's just a social media app like I got <laughs> Facebook and Snapchat and Tinder. <laughs> Everybody know what the fuck Tinder is for. Tinder is for finding a Tinder is for finding a relationship or clapping some cheeks, <laughs> and you are on that shit. Your daughter ain't stupid, sir. Okay. <laughs> No, so back to her. This man want to get away with this shit. He gonna do it, and your mama seemed passive and submissive enough to maybe let that shit happen without no evidence. So the best thing you can do for your mama is possibly have that evidence if you gonna go down this pathway. 
Because it don't even look like she ain't, it don't even sound like she's thinking about not addressing it. It sounds like she's just trying to figure out the best way yeah. to address it. Yeah. So if you're going to address it, then you need to get all of the goddamn evidence you can get. You know? I mean, your, if your dumbass daddy want to give you his phone again, Dad, I want to take some pictures of the cats. Here you go, honey. And then you go <laughs> take screenshots and send them to her phone. For, you know, now nah, you should send them to your phone, you know. Um, but if you were really conniving, you use that shit as leverage, goddamn. You just put them shits on your phone and let your daddy know, Pops, Christmas going to be real good for me this year. No, I'm gonna let you know. And we'll probably fuck her up. Like this, this response from this person, I like. This person says, "OP, your father is an abuser, and your mother allows it. Protect yourself and your brother. If you tell her, it will come back on you. You are not in a position to defend yourself against a grown man. If you out him, he will blame you. If she kicks him out, she will blame you. Let your parents deal with their own drama. They deserve each other. Good luck and stay safe. That's what I tell my client. Like, stay out of this shit because you ain't in a position." And her mom, like, again, the evidence for me of her mom seeing him be abusive to the kids and just fucking allowing that shit, if she ain't willing to stay, she ain't been a, she's not going, she's going to get mad at you for telling her. She's not going to respond to that in a way that it's going to be like, thanks for telling me. Let me go kick this nigga out. Like, it ain't going to be that. Because she's not even, for more serious shit, and he being abusive emotionally and verbally abusive to the kids, and she don't even say nothing. You think she's going to say something about him being on this fucking app? She ain't going to say nothing about it. She ain't going to say nothing about it at all. Yeah. That's just stupid. Just leave their business alone. You can't do nothing about it. Um, this only going to end up in you having to shoot your daddy. <laughs> If you even have the tools to do so, <laughs> you don't have the tools to do so. You're putting yourself at risk unnecessarily. Uh, this is the one I said I wanted. I wanted to um, read because it has a valid. It, it's something that I don't think people think about. Title of this one is "Husband Advised Me to Get Therapy," but it's making me question my marriage. When you suggest that somebody goes and get that, before I even read this, when you suggest that somebody go and get therapy and, and you're in a relationship and you think you're doing it because they the problem in the relationship, you listen, that's not how therapy works. <laughs> so <laughs> you may be sending them and, and they come to a realization that this relationship ain't what it need to be. You're going to be fucking mad. So your reasoning for suggesting therapy to somebody needs to be for making a situation better. It does not need to be because you think, okay, they're going to go and the therapist going to tell them that they wrong and crazy. And it's better than me telling them. That's not, <laughs> that's not how that works. You might, might be upset about the, the outcome of that. Um, but I don't know if that's the case with this one. I just wanted to say that um, <laughs> before I read. This is a 27-year-old female, and her husband is 26. Why do you say six like that? Six. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> you never done it before. You said six a lot on the podcast, and you ain't never said it like fucking Jackie from goddamn... What's she from? Jackie. Jackie Harry? Is that I think that's how they say her name. Jackie? I don't know. Um, the twins from Sister, Sister, Mama? Yeah. 
Um, my relationship with my husband of three years has always had its ups and downs. I'm an emotional person and he is cold and logical. Adding to the mix that we both grew up in dysfunctional families and I don't know a single other couple whose relationship we admire. And it's been um and it's been tough at times. Our arguments affect me a lot. If he gets upset about something, even if it's fairly minor, I can't get past it. It can ruin my whole day and I end up crying and feeling depressed. He suggests that I get therapy to deal with my disproportionate reactions because he feels like that's the biggest threat to our relationship. I don't generally get these intense negative feelings anywhere else in my life, but he says that I can't use that to blame him because this isn't just any relationship. It's a marriage and as such exposes me to pressures that other relationships wouldn't. I come from a culture where girls live with their parents until they marry, and I didn't really have any serious relationships before now, for before my now husband, who I've been with for seven years now. I had my first appointment yesterday, and the more I talked, the more I found myself focusing in on how unhappy I am in my marriage, which I had always prescribed to my issues to growing up with my parents' bad marriage. I still partly believe that, it is my fault. It is my perception of him. But I realize that I center myself around my husband so I don't irritate him and that I don't really relax around him. My brother has been staying with us and it's only served to further highlight how uncomfortable I feel with my husband. To be fair, my brother is literally my best friend. I can be 100% myself with him and he never has a go at me unless he thinks I'm going doing something genuinely stupid or dangerous. But I can't be that way with my husband. For example, the other day I made him coffee to take to work but I forgot he didn't want milk in it. He got annoyed and left the coffee, but the interaction left me feeling uneasy. I messaged him saying that he overreacted. He didn't really actually do anything. It was just visibly irritated by my apparent incompetence. But it's a recurring theme that he doesn't appreciate the intent behind things I do for him, only how they turn out. Another, another example is that I took our shared car. I don't currently work and my husband pays for everything to pick up some fast food with my brother. We don't normally eat in the car, but my brother didn't know that and pulled out a sandwich on the way home. I had some as well, not realizing that some onions had fallen out. We got home, carried the fast food bags in, thought no more of it. When I got in the car later with my husband, he got upset that I got the car messy. I apologized and said I hadn't realized and told him I'd clean it. He said that wasn't good enough and I lost the privilege of using the car for any recreational purposes. The fuck? This upset me because I'm his wife, not a child to be disciplined, taking away privileges. I told him this, but he didn't agree. Just told me that there had to be consequences for my action. Even after I went out this morning and cleaned the car. I'm really struggling to believe that I'm genuinely in the wrong here. Our relationship is deteriorating and I can recognize that the same recurring cycle of resentment, punishment, and withdrawal that my parents are trapped in. I don't feel like I can really talk to my husband because he's dismissive and treats me like I'm just after attention and that I should be making amends to him and want to stay uh, and want him to stay with me. He says, I only see things from my own selfish perspective and I'm genuinely trying to understand him too, but I feel like I'm so wrapped up in my own struggle that I can't. Oh man, I was trying to I was trying to be objective and give the dude a little benefit of the doubt to that car situation. <laughs> I mean, that situation in itself is indicative of a man that don't value you at the level of relationship value that you care to have. You know, if you're communicating to him that I'm not a child and don't need consequences for this, and he's saying that he begs to differ, then what are you here for? You ain't got no reason to be in this relationship. You know, it's a lot of women who like to be in that relationship. This sounds like one of them dom-sub uh, dynamic situations, except he 
is a dom and she just a regular person, <laughs> you know, <laughs> not knowing that this is the dynamic. I wonder know. what the culture is because she said in her culture, you know, they stay at home until they get married. So I wonder culturally what and what he is. If he's, well, I mean, I'm probably from the same, they're probably from the same culture, I would assume. But uh, yeah, I mean, and this again, with therapy, this people send folks to therapy, like people like him or who like who he seems to be. Send people to therapy because they're like, you're fucked up, you're the problem, go to this therapist and they're going to tell you that and help you figure, you know, treat me better. And then you, you go to therapy and like, it's not that at all. And, and the person realizes that this is not a good situation for them and it kind of backfires. So like, you can't use therapy as a, a, a weapon, I guess, against this person or as a fix all for, you know, them not being the person that you want them to be or feel like they should be. Uh, it's just not how that shit works. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm sure he had no intentions of sending her to therapy and her coming to the realization that uh, this marriage is fucked up and maybe we don't need to be together. <laughs> don't think that was the outcome he was expecting. Well, I don't feel like she should have had to go to therapy for that. If you're not happy, well, I mean, not happy. It's, it's one of them cycles, you know, her parents had a, a similar relationship, it sounds like, from her description. So, you know, that kind of shit is normal for her because that's what she's seen. Yeah. And so stepping outside of that uh, can be difficult. Uh, it can be uncomfortable because what's normal isn't necessarily good or bad. I think I said that before. It's, it's whatever you're accustomed to. And sometimes we get accustomed to some fucked up shit. Um, and so for her, it seemed normal, you know, in the beginning, I guess, because that's how her parents' relationship has been. But, and that's fine if you want your parents' relationship, but if you want something better than that, you can't, this ain't it. And maybe she just don't have a base of comparison. Maybe she don't know what other relationships look like outside of that to think that that's not okay. I mean, the history of women in our country and relationships are that women have been the ones that contort themselves to fit into a man's life versus having their own life carved out and figuring out where they both fit into that. So it's not a surprise that uh, somebody coming from a more conservative culture may be experiencing this like it, like it is, you know, but leave, go do your thing. I mean, what's the answer? What's the real answer? That is the real answer. You know, I don't know if she going to believe that's the answer in the context of this. I mean, the fact that she came to therapy means that she's still trying to contort herself to fit into what he feel like she should fit in. And I think that because of that, you should just go. Yeah, I mean, and the fact that you've been questioning this anyway in therapy is just making you question it, you know, even more. And that you can't. Like, I, my home is my it's peaceful, okay? I'm going to be me up in here, all right? Nowhere else in the world, when I come home, I'm going to be able to be me. And so I'm not going to live with somebody who has me so uncomfortable that I'm not able to do that in my house. <laughs> I'm not going to be walking on constant eggshells like the fuck I look like. In my house? Nah. I may do that in other areas because I don't really, have, you know, you may have to walk on eggshells at work. And then even that shit you can change by getting another goddamn job. Like, no, I'm not doing it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 
Um, I also want to read this one because this just sounds fucking <laughs> like I don't understand. And I guess maybe I'll understand it more when I read it. Have ever, is it camera freeze? Or are you mm-hmm. still? Okay. <laughs> this one is, am I the asshole for telling my boyfriend that he needs to treat the living room like it's my office? <laughs> okay. I don't know if this is like quarantine shit or what. Uh, she's 25, he's 26. Uh, my boyfriend and I are both working from home. He is home full time and I go to my office one week and stay home one week. Before COVID, we shared the home office for doing homework and things like that. We are both in grad school. And now that we are working from home, it's not possible. He is on video all day for work and I have video meetings once or twice a week for work and one night a week for school. And we didn't want to interrupt each other. Since I split my time between my work office and home, and because his computer setup is uh, more complex, my desk was moved out into the living room. It's not ideal, but it is what it is. Whenever my boyfriend is on break, he comes out to the living room to eat and watch TV or videos on his phone. He also gets off two hours before I do and sometimes comes out to the living room then too. He plays videos or TV really loud, insisting on showing me things, making phone calls, etc., basically disturbing me in my office. You put that in quotation marks. I get that he wants to get out of his office and watch TV, but we also have a TV in the bedroom that he could watch and not disturb me. I think it's rude that he comes out here and acts like the living room isn't my workplace. He wouldn't be okay with me barging in the office while he's working and just turning on the TV in there. I tell him that he needs to start treating the living room like it's my office and stay out while I'm working. And he got mad and said, it's his living room too and I can't keep him out. Am I the asshole for telling him to stay out while I'm working? I mean, yeah. <laughs> if he paying half of the rent, you need to figure out a damn solution. Take your ass to the bedroom. Hell, why you got to be in the living room? Shared space, yeah. Uh, you know? uh, well, you already have expectations for that shared space too. You know. Why don't he have an opportunity to go out and do something that he's comfortable with, that he's used to, that make him feel decent in this time? You know what I'm saying? You're basically saying you can't have your self-care and I'm doing this in the space I want to do it in, even though I could do it somewhere else. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's what it sounds like to me. It sounds like you're not trying to accommodate, you know, anybody but yourself. Like, what's the problem with you doing this in the bedroom? You know? Or, like, somebody in the comments suggested, if he gets off before you do, wouldn't it make more sense for his shit to be in the living room, and then you be in the office, and then you could continue to be in the office, and once he gets off, he get up from his desk and sit on the couch and watch fucking TV or whatever. Like, if he gets off before you, it doesn't make sense for you to be in the living room. If it's like a whole two hours and that two hour span is causing an issue, just fucking swap the shit out. Put your shit back in the office. Let him be in the living room when he gets done because you'll still be in the office in your little space. He can do the shit that a living room is intended to do. Yeah, like, I don't I don't know. I don't get it. This shit is too little to be shit that be about to fuck up relationships, man. <laughs> a fucking office? This is what they getting into it about? Come on, man. Bring up some philosoph- uh, philosophical differences or something, man. Like, 
Motherfucker talking about so I want him to treat the office like the living room like my office. <laughs> Look, man, these are little problems. Like, I don't give a fuck what you <laughs> I don't get it. This shit. I mean, I guess no, I guess this COVID shit, man. I guess this that you done been exposed to a motherfucker too much and now you just gonna make everything an issue now. <laughs> We together. Like, bitch, I need time apart from you, man. When I'm at work, I don't expect you to be there. Get your ass out of <laughs> the living room. Y'all might as well just turn your bedroom into an office and put the bed in the fucking living room. <laughs> Hell, do that shit. Both of y'all have an office now. <laughs> shit. It's just whatever. It's COVID, man. It's COVID. Um. You want to do another last one? Uh, be the am I the asshole or a regular one? Um, I got some too. Oh, okay. Well, you go. Um, you want me to do mine? Yeah, do yours. I'll let you choose. Oh shit! They not. They not you on say that. Say that all. Yeah, okay. <laughs> huh? You say that and then you start reading it. And then but be- I don't lie. <laughs> I don't lie. What's the so, time? Am I the asshole for not helping a family because they wouldn't let me listen to my son's heartbeat? And am I the asshole for hacking my mom's Instagram to see if she violated a non-disclosure agreement? What? (laughs) The second one. I'm just... Why do you have a non-disclosure agreement with your mom? What the fuck? Okay. I'm a nanny for a high-profile family. I signed a very extensive and strict non-disclosure agreement. Anyone directly involved in my life, mom, dad, sis, and husband, also signed an NDA. The nanny family recommended this to talk about the job without getting into any legal trouble or putting them at risk. Recently, I ran into one of my parents' neighbors, Amber, at the park. Amber asked how the new job was going, then proceeded to ask specifics about how it must be working for a family where the parents are blank. A direct violation of the NDA and something I could be fired and sued for. My dad isn't the sharing type like at all, so I figured it was probably my mom. I asked her about it in a casual way. Hey, how's Amber? I said I ran into her at the park and that was odd because she knew details about my job without me telling her. My mom simply shrugged and said, that's funny. Maybe she Googled or saw something on social media. My dad and sister absolutely hate Amber. They essentially said hell would have the freeze over before they spoke to her willingly. My dad ended our convo where I asked him about saying the only thing I know about her is that her son just made partner at a law firm in New York and is making bank. And that's only because mom saw it on Instagram and told me about it. Right then, I knew my mom lied to me and it was her. She and Amber loved to one up each other with each other's children's success. And I had also just landed a great new job. I asked my mom about it again and she told me that I was being dramatic, making stuff up and that she would never do that to me. My mom doesn't text people, only DMs on Instagram. I know her password, so logged in to check her messages. There was an extremely long DM to Amber where she shared their professions, children's names, ages, private school, general locations of their homes, how they pay really well, etc. Everything that we are legally not allowed to say, she said. I called her immediately and said that I logged in her DMs and saw the message she sent Amber that was a violation. She started screaming at me about how she's supposed to be able to trust her daughter. She can't believe I hacked into her Instagram that mothers should be able to allow to brag about their children, and she hung up. It's been a week without contact between the two of us. We used to speak every single day. 
I'm starting to believe that maybe I'm the asshole for violating her trust like that. My husband said, if anyone violated trust here, it's her. And I gave her ample opportunity to tell the truth before I intervened and sought out the truth myself. He constantly reminds me that they could sue us to the ground and fire me for endangering my nanny's my nanny family's well-being because truthfully amber could easily be a psycho fan or sell the information to somebody who is so am i the asshole no girl your mom first of all her mom to say i should be able to trust my daughter well bitch i thought i could trust my mama <laughs> and she lied to your face numerous times you ask her multiple times and she fucking lied every single time but not, she lied and said i would never do that to you <laughs> After she already had done it, lying ass. Like, why do you just say at the beginning, I should be able to brag on you, daughter? I can't help myself sometimes. I'll make sure Amber doesn't do anything to get you fired. Like, what the fuck? These fucking entitled ass parents. Oh my! And the thing about it is, if you if they sue your husband is right, they fucking sue y'all ass to the ground. Your mama can't do nothing. She ain't gonna be able to help you with this shit. Here's the thing. The other thing I would say to the poster is if I knew that my mama got a, a big ass mouth, like I would have had her sign a non disclosure, but I wouldn't have disclosed shit to her anyway. Like just because she can't be trusted, like you talk too much. You talk too much. You talk too much. Because <laughs> I'm sure you have evidence of her not being able to hold shit. <laughs> so, only thing I would say about the poster is that you probably shouldn't have never told her ass in the first place because it just sounds like she's somebody who can't hold water. But no, your mama, your mama's crazy. You're not the asshole for that. Like she lied to you. <laughs> and it's a serious thing, depending on can you imagine? Just imagine and I mean I'm sure it's not, but like imagine if she was like the nanny for Beyonce and Jay-Z. You know what kind of fucking hell that would be. If they found out that her family member um broke this fucking non-disclosure, like how yeah, horrible that's too big. What do you mean? They'll have they'll have her mama kill. <laughs> They're too big. They'll just be like, nope, she she clearly got information. Mama having a heart attack in a week. Well, they have to kill Emma too, and not Emma got it because she sent her the message. Maybe. Amber Maybe Amber got it that too. Jay Z and Beyonce is kill niggas big, <laughs> so we don't. Let's not worry about Jay Z and Beyonce. It need to be somebody low tier. Like who? Like Cardi B and Offset. I feel like Cardi B will whoop her ass herself. Like Cardi, hood as fuck. <laughs> no, we don't got no evidence of Cardi fighting people. That ain't her. That ain't her mo. She has, she's got a uh, um, court case because oh no she sent somebody else to fight for her she didn't fight yeah Cardi too smart for that shit she <laughs> you know I feel like Cardi will brush it off fire her ass and just find somebody else and modify the NDA in the future or what is it just telling family so we don't worry about it. you know what I'm saying like yeah. I don't know I yeah I think matter of fact you need to be if you get fired you need to go to your mama house ready to give her them hands <laughs> Go fuck if she your mama. She is entitled. She believed that your success is her success, and she believed that she can use that as leverage in her own social and personal relationship somehow. She don't fucking deserve your daughter mama relationship no more. She is just now turned into a fucking colleague. She is just now turned into a peer. 
she has just turned into another grown motherfucker that exists alongside you. And she got to earn that mama position back. But the fact that she is just a peer now, she means she can get these hands. <laughs> Especially if she fuck up your cheddar flow. Oh, my and, God. Oh, man. The audacity on Amber, goddamn. Like, Amber straight came up and told her, oh, damn. Your mama said you this, 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 this. <laughs> oh. Like, now you don't even know. Because Amber may not know that they signed a non-disclosure agreement, so Amber may be saying that shit like, hey, big ups to you. But Amber might also be trying to call some shit. Like, your mama told me that you're doing some high-profile <laughs> shit. Don't sound like I should know this shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I just want to let you know. Like, especially if they're trying to one-up each other and they hate Amber. You know, this shit is, uh, this shit is different. Amber. But, but also... Knowing somebody's password is not hacking into their Instagram. It's literally just logging in. (laughs) You didn't hack. Hacking make it sound like you then got them put an algorithm together on an app, slid it into her phone so that when her when she put her login in, it send that shit back to you. And then you listen, if you knew your mama's password, your mama the dumbass. If you knew her password, that means that she gave it to you at some point, which means that she shouldn't have used that password for that account. No way. Doing that shady shit. But like, and this goes into that territorial behavior where people, people are so confident about their ability to be able to do it. They don't even try to hide that they doing it. (laughs) She could have deleted that message in that thing. If she thought her daughter would look into her account. But you know what? She don't give a fuck because she is a parent and a lot of parents out here believe that they can do whatever the fuck they want with and to their kids because they their kids. And that's dumb as shit. You know, but... Again, the fact that she said I thought I could trust you would really have fucked me up. You thought you could trust me? You want to talk about trust? Not only did you break my trust, you broke a, fuck a, a fucking legal document, bitch. We can get sued. You know that? You know that? You know, like... The, the gravity of what the fuck you've done and what that means for me and my family and my husband and our shit that we got going on that's dependent upon me keeping this good ass paying job because you want to run your fucking mouth to Amber who don't nobody even fucking like Amber. Okay. You finna ruin my shit over a bitch that nobody even fucking likes but you. <laughs> like seriously. No. She's not the asshole. Her mom is a humongous asshole. Yeah. Fuck her. Mama ain't shit but hoes and tricks. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. You want to go into viral posts? Let's do it. Okay. If you have a question you'd like for us to answer on the show, you can send it to our Gmail account, which is conversationcallartist at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Facebook, Conversation Con Artists, and send it to us that way. Now, it's clear that we all know that Joe Biden has won the presidential election. Thank God. And uh, a lot of these are based around the election, just so you know. And if you didn't know, then where the fuck you been? Yeah. Drive your queen Ultima with the AKA tags today, Kings. (laughs) (laughs) 
because Kamala Harris is an AKA. <laughs> oh God. It's always funny to see men driving cars with sorority plates. Never thought about it. I did. Had, hadn't been in my psyche. <laughs> Everyone is celebrating, but like, I don't know, man. It kind of feels like a horror movie where the monster just died, but there's still 20 minutes left in the runtime. That's because he's not out of office yet. I mean, this he's gonna be, but like, this thing is still in office. <laughs> so it's like, he got time to do some more fuck shit. Ain't no telling what he could do. He already lying like hell, trying to cause a revolt or something. He's a fucking toddler. You see, this is when, when we have a conversation about politics and people say, is this on both sides? You know, the response that a lot of the Trump supporters are giving are what I mean by it's disproportionate to this side. I mean, you got armed groups out trying to incite violence. You had people at polling sites beating on the windows, trying to keep people from trying to intimidate voters. You got this whole extremist right wing movement called Stop the Steal because the only way that Biden could have won is if they stole it. Like, this shit ain't going on on the left. <laughs> Maybe with Antifa. Okay, if you got to bring Antifa in, but who the fuck can even find somebody from Antifa? How do you find somebody from Antifa? You can go find a right wing extremist right now on your Facebook page. <laughs> Where the fuck to go to find somebody that's leftist enough to be a part of uh, Antifa or an extremist group like that? It's just not proportionate. Like, one no Democrat finna go get no arm themselves after. President Trump won. Uh-uh. Wasn't nobody gonna goddamn come out with a oh they must have stole this if Trump would have won. It's just not proportionate. <laughs> it's bullshit that going on both sides, but one side's bullshit is it, it exists at a ninety percent rate, and the other side bullshit exists at a ten percent rate. That's how I see it, and I'm sure that number is curved towards my political leanings, but that's just what it feels like to me. So, ain't no telling what he finna do in this next bit of time. But I can tell you that his is gonna be some bullshit. Oh, yeah. His party is gonna condone it. Oh, yeah. His constituents are gonna encourage it. And ain't nobody gonna be doing that shit on the left. And all of the same shit that they were saying when Trump won, I guess it's just gonna always be a tit-for-tat existence. <laughs> I guess it's just always going to be that I guess it's always going to be one side saying what they need to say in the moment because they want what they want and the other side doing the same thing because as soon as you know when they said not not my president back then well you can get out of here and go to another country yep. but now that they saying Joe Biden not their president then where the fuck you going <laughs> are you going somewhere I mean you clearly don't like it and you were saying this shit before it's 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 terrible. All right. Now, now Trump's just a fat old broke white guy with a comb over, about to be out of a job with three ex-wives and five deletant children 
buried in legal fees and evicted from public housing. <laughs> so get her. <laughs> Fit that bit. <laughs> Standing like a minotaur with his back cut off. I cannot. Bruh, Georgia slapped them ballots down like a draw for an Uno and then said the color is blue. <laughs> Listen, Georgia has not been blue since 97. I looked it up. 97. They have not been blue since 97. And that was uh, Clinton. That was the last That's time. 92. Was it 92? Yeah. He was president from ni- until 96. 92. Because, am I right? Am I wrong? I, let me look at it and make sure. I don't think Bill, Bill Clinton won the president in 2000, was he? Until 2000. Did he get removed? He didn't get removed from office. Even though he got impeached. He got a, I don't know. Hold on. <laughs> so I don't know. You asked me a lot of questions. <laughs> uh, while this is, because my computer is being slow. While this is pulling up, uh, it's been a while, either way, since Georgia was blue. Um, but, I mean, a lot of people just didn't know that Georgia had been blue just that recently. Oh, yeah. Oh. What? I mean, because mm-hmm. they was thinking about Alabama <laughs> and Mississippi. They forgot who they forgot who living in Atlanta. Black gay men. Oh yeah, you look. That's the gay capital of. Um, ninety two. You're right. It was ninety two, not ninety seven. Okay. The last time that they were blue was in ninety two with Clinton. So. Because George Bush had two terms. Yeah. From 2000 to 2008. Wait, no. Wait. I don't know. I can't remember. Whatever. But, yeah. So, Clinton was the last time Georgia was a blue state. And, I mean, even that is significant. Even that. (laughs) Like, you such a trash-ass president that a state that hasn't been a blue state in a very long time turned blue. In the South, that's big. I wish who El- <sighs> I get so tired of living in a red state sometimes, Jesus. Um, but shout out to Georgia because y'all y'all did that shit. The gays came out, and you can't say it wasn't because Atlanta is the gay black capital of America. Like black gays moved there. That's like they like goal is to move to Atlanta. Atlanta. Why did I just say that's so country? <laughs> you keep saying weird shit. What you doing? Is this your know. this your surgery? I don't know. You can't say six in Atlanta no more. <laughs> I don't know. Atlanta. Um. Yeah, man. Atlanta blue. I was so surprised but excited when I saw that shit. But I was just like Georgia, because you if you look at the map of of who was what all of the south is red all that shit is red and then you got boom blue <laughs> georgia just was like fuck y'all mm-hmm. i'm not doing this all right this is a thought exercise okay you go to sleep on the 31st of december 2020 okay and you wake up the next day but when you check your phone it says january 1st 2020 after the first couple of days, you realize it's just like Groundhog Day. What do you do with the information you have about 2020? 
I mean, <laughs> I, what can, I, mean, I don't even know that there's anything useful to knowing how fucked up this year has been. What? Like, what would you be Motherfucker, invest in everybody that makes sanitizer and wipes. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I'm gonna get rich as fuck. Oh, <laughs> I'm you can every buy toilet tissue too. You have just buy toilet tissue at the beginning of the year. Ventilators, you think it too small. You think it too damn small. I'm going to invest in ventilator companies. <laughs> I'm doing all kinds of shit that's gonna get me rich. <laughs> okay, I'm just doing that shit. That's what I'm doing. Because I you mean, know. I, there's nothing else. I, there's no. Nothing can be avoided. Nothing can be like COVID. It ain't nothing you can do about COVID. <laughs> like you can't avoid that shit. All these fucked up ass deaths and shit. That, like you can't avoid none of that stuff. You can't. I mean, all, all you can do. So is you just gonna make money. Yep. <laughs> make money. <laughs> I'm gonna be rich, COVID ass motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that's all you can do. That's what I'm doing. That's all you can do. Yeah, you can't do much more than that. You can't prevent anything. None of this shit has been like preventable as, as far as like on January one. Like, okay, we know what's gonna happen. Let's fuck it, fix it. Like, no. When you high listening to music, you hear everything. Like, damn, who the fuck on that violin? <laughs> can't relate, but okay. Me either. Maybe Jesus was gay the whole time and was actually saying, ah, men. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. That's terrible. We ain't, um, we have no evidence that Jesus ever clapped cheeks. Did Jesus die a virgin? Or did he? Wasn't the theory that Mary was like his wife or something? Dan Brown and his conspiracy shit. Um, but no, I, he did not. So did, he wasn't supposed to. Have, yes, he did not clap cheeks. Why not? Did God tell him he couldn't? There really wasn't a purpose in him doing that because, you know, I don't think he was supposed to have a lineage. He was supposed to die to save the sin, save the world from sin. So, like, having a kid didn't factor into that. And clapping cheek is what that is is intended for. He could have pulled out. I don't think God was like, okay, you know, go do do your thing, but pull out. Like, I don't think that was a conversation. Well, I feel like it would only make sense if God didn't give him a penis. <laughs> like, why would God give him a penis? You have priests and monks that choose to not have say none that have vaginas that do, huh? Yeah, they don't have sex with women. I mean, <laughs> they they still use the loopholes. The whole thing don't say nothing about not having sex with little boys. So okay, they that's have pretty, sex with boys. Monks don't do that though, do they? Monks they ain't no monks in trouble for like fucking little boys. It's pretty. They probably dope. got flashlights. <sighs> so is it about not engaging with a woman sexually or not releasing an orgasm? What is it about? Like, can you masturbate? I think that technically the purpose of sex is to procreate. So if you're not, if the if the goal isn't to try to make a baby, then you you don't have sex. That's in Christianity, not necessarily in um. But we talk about Jesus Buddhism. and God. 
You're you the one that brought up monks. You brought up monks. Okay. And I know your purpose. Your purpose was to talk about these disciplined groups that don't have sex. Yes. But if you're going to introduce the discipline, then I think it's only fair to talk about the purpose of the discipline in I, order to assess this situation. Well, All I'm saying is Jesus don't got no reason to have a dick. If God didn't want him to have sex, why Jesus coming down here and being tempted? Priests are not supposed to have sex with little boys. Priests are supposed to be just as disciplined as monks. They're just not. <laughs> it's supposed to be the same shit, though. Them nuns, all of them are supposed to be, you know, abstaining from that shit. Priests just don't do a very good job of it. And not to say all priests molest little boys. I don't believe all priests molest little boys. But... The numbers ain't good. <laughs> the the ratio is not good though. <laughs> I would say. Let's see. Buddhism and sexuality. You seriously look that shit? <laughs> I want to know. <laughs> they have like reincarnation, so abstaining completely from sex is seen as a necessity in order to reach enlightenment. Oh, okay. Wait, the Buddha's what criticism. You? Of a monk who broke his celibate vows without having disrobed the first. I don't know. It looked like this is way too deep of a conversation for this moment. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, uh I really like TikTok. I just like it. It's just so many interesting ass people on TikTok. And you can learn some shit in 15 seconds to a minute. It's crazy. I mean, it's better than reading because it's videos and just how it's set up is easy. And so, like, it's this dude on there called Dr. Parkinstein. And everybody in the comments think that he's a time traveler from the early 20s <laughs> for some reason. He's a young dude, but they think that he, like, because he's making, like, these big elaborate Tesla coil setups. He made a spirit radio and showed everybody how to make a spirit radio which is just a very, very sensitive radio that Tesla said that he could hear spirits from when he turned it on. Mm -hmm. And he was talking about, he was just demonstrating how sensitive it was. When he turned the light on, it reacted heavily to the light. Worse than when you turn it on. That's just how sensitive it is. Like, the light got it going off. And just, it's so many people on there, man. I like TikTok. But one dude said that... um. The word homosexual wasn't introduced to the Christian Bible until the early 1900s. Um, and if you do your research in history, um, homosexual in the Bible, the true reference is pedophiles. That's the true reference in homosexuality. Mm -hmm. That's the true reference of homosexuality in the Bible. And he made a reference to Catholic priests and saying, I wonder why they wouldn't put the emphasis on it being pedophilia instead of homosexuality, you know? And so it's just a marketing campaign. And I'm not saying that Jesus was gay. Okay. That's, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying, uh, I mean, this is just a joke, but I'm just saying all the heat that homosexuality gets from Bible thumpers when they don't really even know the history of the Bible for real is it's ridiculous. And I've been saying that for a while because in Sodom and Gomorrah situation, what was happening was they was raping little boys. Uh, that's what they were doing. They were being pedophiles. And that's ultimately what led to the downfall. That last act where they raped the angel, you know, was a little different. 
than what they had been doing. Yeah. But they hit that angel with that booty warrior action. I'm not doing this with you. That's what happened. Uh, next one. No, someone said Latinos for Trump call the KKK. Like Q U E Y. Oh, okay. Latinos. <laughs> K. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I did not get it for first place. Okay. It's because I was actually thinking of Liz. Okay. Hashtag I voted 2020. I wrote in Brianna Taylor's name. I refuse to choose between two evils, Trump or Biden. Black Lives Matter. Um, you are not smart, ma'am. You are not smart. If you want to pay homage to Brianna Taylor, you have to think about the sides that would benefit Brianna Taylor's existence. Because one and of them what? motherfuckers was going to be... Pre- like, this. I hate when people say that fucking shit. Like, I, I, don't, I don't want um, both of neither one of them, because both of them bad. Okay, but the fact of the matter is, one of these bad motherfuckers is going to be the president, okay? Period. <laughs> okay, you write in whoever the fuck you want. Write in Kanye, write in Donald Duck. You do all of that shit, but at the end of the day, one of these two white men is going to be president. So don't be dumb with your vote. I can't stand that shit. This shit. Oh, oh my God. It just infuriates me. Like, bitch, you you think that's going to make a difference? I mean. They counted that shit as, as neither Trump or Biden and went the fuck out. Like, you put that Breonna Taylor shit on it, like, if somebody was going to see that and it was going to make this be this impactful fucking thing. Get the fuck out of here. You got to have a better reason than they are two evils. Because she basically talked about a cause that she cares about, which is how the police treated the situation with Breonna Taylor, and then said that the one that would get me closer to a solution, I'm still not going to vote for that. Like, that's stupid to me. Like, one of these can give you a, a, a better solution than the other one. Vote based on what you believe, not just going with the rhetoric of both of them being evil. I mean, ain't neither one of them evil. You know, they just have different political ideologies, and one of them is a fucking narcissist. Okay. <laughs> well, not a narcissist, but diagnosed with narcissist, not diagnosed, but meets all of the criteria for uh, narcissistic personality disorder and antisocial personality disorder. So his ability to give a fuck about you is severely limited from the other party. So do with that what you will. You fucked up. You're not a part of the solution. So when shit start happening right in the community, I want you to look back and say, I fucked up. All right. February 22nd, 2022 to 2222 falls on a Tuesday, so we'll be able to call it Tuesday, which is really keeping me going, man. <laughs> the little things. <laughs> <laughs> the little things, yes. Let's see here. Ninety-one percent of black women voted for Biden because we love everyone. Twenty percent of black men voted for Trump because they hate black women. Thank you to the eighty percent of brothers who stand with and for us. I mean, I'm not going to say that I agree with those numbers. Um, 
I don't know. I don't know. I feel. I don't know. I probably feel like. I don't know, man. I, I'm just lost in this conversation when it comes to black men and women. I just don't even know where to where to be or where to pick up. I mean, there's so many black men that seem to hate black women, or if they don't hate them, they so critical of them that it look like hate. Mm-hmm. Um. And then on another side, it's like, are the way that women respond to black men because of the way that black men respond to black women? Like, it's different now. It's like, my daddy, men from my daddy's generation didn't hate black women. They just was philanderers and thought of them so, just didn't think of them as equals in relationships. You know, and so yeah, that that shit on black women from that perspective. But it seemed different today. It seemed like black men today like are jealous of black women and just don't want black women to succeed and want black women to just be submissive, even though they ain't shit, and just want to be able to engage with all the black women that they want to. Like it's different. Like it seems like a more active, active uh disdain for black women for some reason. I'm trying to understand it. I don't get it. I'm trying to understand it. It's to the point that I I don't even argue with no woman that say some shit about a black man. You know? And a lot of women say a lot of shit about black men. Like, I, I was on TikTok and this woman was saying that anytime, anytime you ask a black man about their mama, well, basically, basically when people say you know, well, they have a mama. Would you like them saying this about your mama or blah blah blah? And she was basically saying that it's not it's not fair for a black man to use their mama as a defense for why they must love black women because black men only define their mama in terms of what they have done for them. <laughs> like they, my mama held me down. She's always been there. Blah 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 blah. Now I don't agree with that because that's not how I see my mama. You know, but I mean, I can't even I can't even say that she wrong with her experiences. So I'm trying to figure the shit out, man. I don't quite know the answer yet. I'm, I'm trying to see where black men really at with black women. I just uh, don't know. I know a lot of black men voted for Trump because they didn't want to vote for Hillary. And so that's that woman shit, misogyny. Yeah. Sexism. Because she was a woman. Um, because, like I said, on paper, Hillary Clinton was the most qualified person that had ever ran for president. Shit, most people who would have run against Trump would have been more qualified. No, 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 no. You, you are... Hillary Clinton was probably the most qualified person that has ever run for president. Oh. In the context <laughs> of the positions that she's held in the White House, including yeah. First Lady and Secretary of State including the knowledge that she had about foreign policy. She's probably the most informed person that has ever run for president. Um that that we knew about that showcasing and displayed it. You know, but you know, she's a woman, so motherfuckers weren't ready for a woman president. I guess we'll go with the combo of white man, woman slash brown person. Um Next one. I'm very sex positive, but the way some dumb guy, dumb guy speak is so funny. Honestly, you sound like a Mortal Kombat character. You must respect your master and call me sir. 
laugh my ass off. Okay, Shao Kahn. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Love the Mortal Kombat reference. Next. I'm a 25-year-old. I'm in love with a 55-year-old lady. We're staying together with her 36-year-old son, and this boy is not respecting me as his stepfather. I'm trying to educate him about life, but he doesn't listen. Please help. What must I do? I hope that's a fucking joke. Me too. Because <laughs> you trying to educate a 36-year-old about life? My nigga, you ain't even lived as long as that nigga has. You about just to get sit your ass down and just keep slapping his mama cheeks and just shut the fuck up. Yeah, you about to get these goddamn two pieces. <laughs> that 36-year-old finna whoop your ass. Yes. This race is closer than Donald and Ivanka at a father-daughter dance. Oh, that's so disturbing. Very. 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 Mm. Had to run to Walmart today and saw about 8 to 10 people without muzzles. We greeted each other with smiles and twinkle in our eyes that clearly said, we're not sheep. All right, when you die, we're going to put, he wasn't a sheep on you. But that's the problem. It's a lot of people that ain't going to die just by chance that they ain't going to die. <laughs> and we, which they probably deserve to, but they going to get to say that this was a hoax. I didn't die, so that was a hoax. That's that individual shit that white people be having, man. White and people... Be, look. Everybody that I have seen not wearing a motherfucking mask is white people, which pisses me off because white people, some white people are the first people when these videos come out saying, you should have just did what the officer said. If you would just follow orders, you wouldn't have any issues. But y'all can't even put a goddamn mask on your face. That's law. We were supposed to have that shit and you don't want to do that. Like, really? Like, you think any of us like doing this shit? Like, it's just fucking, oh, I get so irritated. And every time I I have yet to see a black person not put their mask on inside of a school. And I'm not going to say it doesn't happen. I'm not going to say it ain't black people that ain't wearing a mask. Me, personally, when I have seen a motherfucker walking around without a mask on, it's been somebody white. Yep, pretty much. All right. I got like five more. What do you get when you mix COVID anxiety, seasonal depression, cuffing season, good old-fashioned regular depression, and election stress, then take away one hour of sunlight? Bitch, we about to find out. (laughs) (laughs) My mom stay asking if I fed my company. Ma, she just ate a whole dick. She's good. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's terrible. Oh, uh, this got the picture of Trump with Lil Wayne and say Trump poses with black people like he just caught a fish. <laughs> oh my God, why is that so accurate? <laughs> oh, it's so accurate. Oh, it is. He does. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's really, really accurate. He last, <clears throat> last one. How do conservatives say that systemic racism doesn't exist, but then go on to say that Biden crime bill was one of the worst things for the black community? <laughs> Dumbest. <laughs> Dumbest. But yeah, those are your viral posts. Is this? Um, I don't have a lot of news. Uh, Alex Shebeck died, which, you know, 2020 just, it is, you know, a lot of this. Him and Sean Connery is just, all right. Like at this point, when I see 
a celebrity has died, I'm just like, all right, 2020, you're just going to knock them out while you can. You got two more months. <laughs> Goddamn. Um, Alex Trebek, like, I never, I couldn't play Jeopardy. Um, because every time I watch Jeopardy and try to play along, I don't be knowing them fucking answers, but I always like to watch it. And I just like how no nonsense Alex Trebek has always been. <laughs> he with the shits. <laughs> um, he was never like super, per- you know how like if you watch um, Pat Sajak on Wheel of Fortune was like personable, he made jokes and shit. Alex Trebek, any jokes that he made, they were so dry. Like he just, I love him. <laughs> And you know, R.I.P. to Alex Trebek and Sean Connery. I think was the first. Um, what's the a spy man name? James uh, Bond. James Bond. I think he was the first James Bond. Um. So yeah, that, yeah more deaths. And Yaya Mayweather is pregnant by young boy NBA. And I just want to say, I don't get it. <laughs> Like, I, if I take away, even if I take away his personality and how trash of a human being he seems to be, I don't get it. He's not even that attractive of a little boy. Like, he, I don't get it. Who? Young boy, NBA, young NBA young boy. I'm saying it all wrong. Mm-hmm. NBA young boy. <laughs> oh, God, I'm that old person that don't say the, that the musician's name's right. Anyway. <laughs> This boy is 21 and she will be, she's giving birth to his sixth child. Six. One, two, three, four, five, six. At 21. And, you know, we all saw him whooping Jania, Jania, I don't know how she said her name, ass on the whole table. He's just a trash ass person. And so every time I see a new girl who running in behind him, I'm just like, it makes me sad for the girl. It makes me sad for your your self-esteem and your self-worth that you don't have, obviously, for fucking with him. Because even, even if you just wanted a nigga with money, you, you do better than that. You at least get a nigga who, who may just be fucking around but ain't beating bitches' asses. Like, I just, I don't, I don't understand. Um, of course you don't. You got a killer nigga mentality. Every woman don't have that. A lot of women have this I need a man regardless mentality. And Yaya don't need nobody. She, I'm sure her daddy got her. I'm sure if her daddy could look into a crystal ball or go back in time and stop her from engaging with him, he can give her some millions of dollars to go start a business or something, fly her ass to France or something and be like, hey, like the day that she would meet NBA young boy, he probably would send her somewhere else. <laughs> You know, like <laughs> that's what I think because oh, he yeah. can take care of her. So, but knowing who he is, ain't no telling what kind of maladaptive relationship oh, yeah. she done seen her daddy in. Mm-hmm. You know, and her daddy got to be some level of aggressive in relationships. He's a boxer and he's an aggressive person. Right. You know, so NBA young boy really might not be too far of a stretch from what she used to see with her pops. To be yeah. honest. I mean, the parents and both of this this is trash. His mom got on and was doing a whole thing because NBA Youngboy said something about Floyd Mayweather in that video that he had with um Yaya talking about her daddy don't do shit for her. I take care of her and all of that shit. And so Floyd Mayweather responded and basically was just like, you know, 
it starts in the home, you know, his his behavior, that shit started in the home. And so then NBA young boy mama got on one of these social media platforms that was going on talking about you don't fucking know me and just being showing us why NBA young boy act the way he act because <laughs> of his mama. Like an old school mama would get on there and just be like, I pray for the boy and this is what the life he turned into. You know, because it's possible for a, a young person to become a gangbanger without their parents' permission and in spite of their parents' best yeah. efforts to try to keep that from happening. Mm-hmm. But the way that she came out and responded pretty much verified that she is the reason that he on that shit he on. Yeah. You know, she is hood. I mean, she took up for him when he whooped Janae and when that video came out of him beating that girl. Like, his... You could just tell that he did not have adequate parenting. And I mean, he ain't nothing but 21. Uh, so he just was, this was destined to happen for him, unfortunately. And yeah, yeah, I, these women that do this shit, I'm just like, you think you're going to be different? <laughs> or like, I'm not really sure. Like, are you, do you think that you're special and he gonna treat you and your kid different than these other five children that he has made and the other women that he made them five kids with? Like, I don't think it's that the case, though. I mean, I don't think they sit there when they meet him and be like, I'll have his baby, especially not if they got money. I mean, I think it's more so like maybe he's stealth in their ass or something. Because y'all got stabbed a bitch over him. I don't think he stealthed her. <laughs> I guess you might be right. Maybe he's good at choosing women that'll allow him to, you know, hit raw and then yeah. be their baby daddy. I think that's more of it because she's that bitch. She still got a case pending. <laughs> so, um, I just, I, you know, and I guess, you know, just the only other thing I had to wrap this baby mama thing up is. Future out here talking about he ain't got no money. He living in this two-bedroom apartment. He did it because he don't want to pay money. Child support to the newest baby mama to the crew. <laughs> I did it to himself. Stop fucking raw. It's not. It's just. It's not. Th- these are things that are completely avoidable. <laughs> like This is completely within your control for you to not have to deal with this. Yeah, what you mean? I mean, you don't have a penis. I don't have a penis. So how do you know that it's easy? Maybe the variable is having a penis. You don't have a kid. I'm different. How are you different? You got a penis? If the penis is the only requirement, then I can fuck about anybody with a penis. (laughs) No, you can't. Because I don't even fit I don't even fit like a mainstream desirable. I don't fit a mainstream like Shogun desire. Here, okay, Shogun out here with a Rick James aura, and Shogun ain't got no fucking children. <laughs> I don't. I mean, I ain't gonna comment on Shogun's uh, <laughs> extracurricular activities. I'm <laughs> I know too much about him, <laughs> you know, to to use him as a prop for this conversation. Okay. <laughs> What I'm saying is, I'm saying is that listen, I am not saying that it is not easy. I am saying you acting like it is easy for men as it is for women. 
And then you're saying it's easy for a man that is hood attractive as it is for every other man. Then you're saying one that is a rapper and got access to all of these women. Like, it might be hard for him. It might be hard for him to put a condom on. I'm not saying he shouldn't be fucking. I'm saying just don't fuck without a condom. No, what you mean? It's not. How is that harder? What Listen. Are you, what, Listen. How is it harder? I'm, because he's entitled, clearly. Okay? okay? Well, now these baby mamas is entitled to your fucking money. That's how that works. Listen. You're missing my point. What is your point? My point is, I want it to be hard for future. <laughs> and I want him to pay all of this money until he ain't got shit. <laughs> because you get what you give, motherfucker. <laughs> this motherfucker just want to have kids out here and have no accountability and no responsibility. <laughs> he want to have these kids and have them being raised in a two-bedroom apartment while he out here got me. He got way too much money for this shit. He does. He got way too much money to be sitting out here acting like, like quit rap, nigga. <laughs> quit rap. Quit putting out music. Go and get you a job at Walmart Distribution Center. And then you can pay your baby mama's $200 a piece. <laughs> as long as you are a rapper, as long as you keep putting out this garbage drug music, and it's garbage because kids eat it up, even though, admittedly, he don't do all of the shit he rap about. He just have no, like, he's like the next in line to Michael Jordan saying fuck them kids, which Michael Jordan really didn't say, but that's a meme, so we're going to say he said it. He next in line. He don't give a fuck about the kids that listen to his music. He don't give a fuck about his own kids. He probably look at the pictures of himself as a kid and be disgusted. <laughs> That's the only thing that makes sense to me. So I don't get like, I think that there are some people here that it's harder to do that for because I'm pretty sure there's women out here like, I'll have your baby future. Yeah, but he, look, okay, maybe I will give him that uh, one kid, two kid. We like nine kids in, okay? So even if a bitch say that, he should, he knows better. He knows he don't, he don't want to pay no more child support. He know at this point, he putting out thousands upon thousands of dollars every month. Mm -mm. Just don't fucking do it. I feel like he deserves what he gets. Or if you're going to do it, shut the fuck up and pay the money. Yeah, that's what I believe. I believe, look, if, if it's hard for you, then keep doing what you're doing, sir. But I hope you do that shit until you're homeless. <laughs> and I hope all your kids, I hope all your kids find Russell Wilsons for they, they children to be raised with. Because you ain't shit. He ain't shit. Maybe, I don't know. I mean, part of me want to say I hope he got a relationship with at least one of his damn kids. But I'm not really hopeful. I mean, okay. he probably don't. I wouldn't be surprised. Let me see something. He probably one of them daddies that be punching their kids in the chest just because they got a gay friend. You ain't gay, is you? <laughs> Come on, let's fight. <laughs> like, what? Like, the shit that men think be, get homosexuality out of you is so stupid. <laughs> the list of shit. Cuss. Cuss. If you ain't cuss, then you ain't goddamn you 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 ain't right. What you trying to figure out? How many kids Rick James who was on coke and and partying and fucking everybody? How many kids he had? Because I when I think of like niggas just out here fucking and doing crazy shit, Rick James come to mind. But I want to know if he was more irresponsible. <laughs> Have you found oh. how many kids he had? Let me see. He had two with somebody named 
Sylvie Morgan. So that's two. Uh, he dated Linda Blair, blah, blah, blah. They had no kids. Uh, she had, she got pregnant, had an abortion. Uh, so she didn't have that baby. Uh, his young, see, he had three kids by two different women. <laughs> he was doing coke. He was in fucking studio four <laughs> and just wilding out. And even this nigga didn't have as many kids as future. Just saying. He also lived in, um, he also lived in Punch a Woman in the Stomach Times. Who? Rick James. Yeah, but it, the one the one who had an abortion, he didn't even want her to have an abortion. Linda Blair, which I think is that white actress, if I'm thinking. I think she, um forgot what she played in, but I, I, I think he, I don't know. Either, either way, three kids is on his, that's how many he got. Future has mm. like three times that many. Think he's on number nine. Like, the fuck? Like, don't keep no again. If you're gonna do it, do it. That's fine. I mean, take put your dick wherever you would like. But it's consequences to that shit. And when your consequences come knocking, just fucking pay that shit and shut the fuck up. Shut up. You did this. This was you. So this nigga, this what it is. Pay the piper. Fuck are you talking about? Like, you wanna be angry and shit because you out here fucking and making babies. <laughs> you don't have to do this. You're choosing to do this, my nigga. Like, stop it. Stop it. And you know you can't trust the women that you fucking to put a birth control. So you that's you need to be doing what the fuck you need to do. Because you know bitches will try to trap you because of who you are. So you should be trying to protect yourself, but you not. So this it is what it is, my nigga. Pay the money and shut up. And stop lying, talking about you living in a two-bedroom apartment and he ain't got nothing but jewelry. Nigga hush. <laughs> And just go ahead and add her to the the monthly amount that you have to put out for child support, which is stupid ass. I don't feel sorry for you. My message is that of responsibility. You take in what you put out, and he put out a lot of kids, so he got to take the responsi- <laughs> um, responsibility of providing for them financially. So what it is. Um, so... We clearly know that Joe Biden won the election. He did, and there are people outside of the White House saying, you are about to lose your job. You are about to lose your job. Shit's hilarious. Yeah, but we got a long ways to go before yeah. Trump is gone, and it's a it lot is. of damage he can do. It is. And I guess we'll see how much he do, and I guess how much I give a fuck about those supporters of his. Uh, and people who voted for him will be how much they condone the levels of bullshit that he get into. Because he about to get it. He already filing lawsuits, talking about the council on correct, talking about legal and illegal votes, and already just a bunch of fuck shit. He started that shit before, like, before even we even got to where it was like, oh, this is going to be, like, super close. He started, stop the counting. He wanted them to stop counting votes. <laughs> Like who the fuck does that? What it what whenever in the history of, of democracy in this country? <laughs> he wanted him to stop when he was in the league. When he was in the league. And just don't count no more. I won. <laughs> stupid. It's stupid. And it it's Saturday night live skit stupid. Like it's that stupid that it's so like you're like this is real life. 
this nigga really did this in real ass life. Donald Trump, I mean, um, Dave Chappelle did the monologue for Saturday Night Live last night. You know, he did. He was the first guest after Trump was voted in, elected. Now he was the first guest after Biden was elected. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, Dave Chappelle shit, racism, <laughs> COVID, Trump. A mm, little bit of hopeful message, but really just helping people understand how um, some brown people have perceived this situation and what it's meant for us. You know, so... Um, it's a lot that surrounds this. I don't even really want to get that deep into it, but what we know is that Georgia turned blue. Georgia um, turned fucking for the first time since '92. But my theory is that this this is the effect of voter suppression uh, and being allowed to mail in absentee ballots because of COVID. Because a lot of disenfranchised communities that have been strategically disenfranchised have been able to vote in a way that they've never been able to vote before. Here where I live, I drove six minutes away and sat down and filled out my absentee ballot and put it in the little envelope and had two people come and sign it, two witnesses, and they put it in the envelope and we left it with them and we left. Like everybody was able to go to your local courthouse in order to do that. Nearly everybody in the country could do that. Instead of like Texas, they try to have you drive an hour and a half away just to drop your ballot in one box that they designated. They still tried to yeah. do this, but except Trump, it was too late to do it through legislation because COVID came out of nowhere and Trump just tried to do it through a propaganda and misinformation campaign about the post office and trying to impact how they how they do things. But he started setting up for his loss well before. You know what I'm saying? Like he stuck doing, uh, and when the, the conversation about absentee ballots, uh, ballots and all of that, he started setting it up right then. And I guess the hard part is that the numbers in a lot of these states started to turn for him so poorly that I don't even think the Supreme Court could help him, which is what he thought was going to happen after that. He thought the Supreme Court was going to help him, which is a part of him putting Amy Coney Barrett in there. You know? Um, we can't we can't discount Stacey Abrams' role in getting all these extra voters. I mean, 800,000 new voters in Georgia. Stacey Abrams is amazing. She'd have been more amazing as a vice president, but you know what? Take what we can. Well. Um, five states, including Alabama, okay measures to get rid of racist language out of the Constitution. So our Constitution is very racist. I mean, it still got words like plantation in it. It got issues with interracial dating and proms having to be segregated. And we voted to actually change that language. Normally, I wouldn't be an advocate for that because usually they try to sneak in a bunch of bullshit with something simple. But this bill was straight up done by a black woman. Um, but this ain't the only one. <laughs> Did you hear that Oregon goddamn decriminalized meth and heroin? Uh, yeah. Um, which what is that about? Why? <laughs> 
Unless they're finna create harm, unless they're finna implement a harm reduction model of dealing with substance use up there, which will basically be building clinics where doctors can inject them with heroin themselves so that they don't overdose. I don't know. I don't know why else. You know, the biggest issue with substance use is dirty needles being everywhere, using needles that somebody else already used, which fosters uh, STD transmission. And oh, and dying from OD. And so, a harm reduction clinic well, basically, a needle exchange program or clinic would be that you bring in an old, dirty needle and then they give you a new needle, or they'll give you a new needle and inject whatever substance you're trying to use into your system for the high because they know exactly how much the body can take. And it's about like not overdosing to a point that you die. So it only makes sense if they added something like that. But a whole bunch of new states added marijuana, uh, legalized marijuana too. So this shit really finna be different. It's only a matter of time before they that shit get down here. To Alabama? Yeah. You think they gonna will be the last state to do that? The only reason that they wouldn't put it on a ballot to vote for it is because they, they believe it's going to bring a lot of black people out to vote. That's the only reason that they would do it here, which makes it like more likely that, you know, they vote for whoever else is blue on the ticket. And Alabama don't want that. Like, there's strategy that goes behind how you get ballots on ballot measures on a, on a, um, or amendments on a ballot measure. Um, but you know, whatever. I'm, um, when was the, I'm now curious about when was the last, when was Alabama blue? Have we ever been blue? I don't, I doubt Alabama ever been blue. I'm real, I, I feel really confident in saying that Alabama never been blue. Yeah, Alabama ain't got no reason to have ever been blue. Let's see. We got some blue county. Jefferson County is blue, which is the county that I live in. Uh, Unless we're talking about way, way back in the day when the new red is the old, was the old blue. Um, I don't think we, I think you're right. <laughs> One time. 1976. The fuck was going on then? Before Reagan. Uh, was that uh was that Nixon shit? Was Nixon before Reagan? Don't make me laugh. Nineteen seventy six. No, they would have had to vote for Reagan. I mean they would have had to vote for Nixon. Nixon was well Jimmy did Jimmy Carter have a uh, a term before Reagan? I'm trying to see. I don't know. Um, I can't find it. Presidents. Um, in 1976. Oh, Gerald Ford. Wait a minute. Yeah, Gerald Ford was the president that they would have voted out in 1976. And Jimmy Carter was after him. But Let's see, Nixon went out, Gerald Ford, he must have had a bad presidency because you never even really hear shit about him. 
I don't know. Okay, yeah, it was it was for Jimmy Carter. So that's the last time. He pardoned the Nixon. Gerald Ford pardoned the Nixon. Some try to assassinate him. Say we had we real motherfuckers used to be out here, boy. They used to try to say they used to try to got them assassinate every president for no reason. White men already had shit going their way, and white men was white people was always trying to assassinate the damn president. Like ain't no black person ever tried to assassinate no damn president. Shit, like entitlement, boy. It's crazy. But I mean, I ain't want to get too much into this, man. I I told everybody that it's gonna be a brief moment of relief after Joe Biden wins. But the the it's a critical moment, man, because it's a critical moment because a lot of people put a lot of energy into saying that this is the party that has the potential to do something for black people. And then all these people came out saying, hey, let's give the Republicans a chance. So now if nothing happens for the black community through this administration, then it's just going to validate people who were saying that we should give Republicans a try because the Democrats take our votes for granted, which they do. You know, but it's not as easy to do as a lot of people will believe or want to believe. It ain't nothing Joe Biden going to do in no executive order that's going to just be like, yeah, black folks, we in there. He wouldn't do that. Why would he do that? That don't make sense. You know, the best thing that we can do if we really want some change is to make sure that Biden got the House and the Senate. And the Senate is close to flipping. It's two runoffs in Georgia that could lead to the House or to the Senate flipping. And Georgia already blew. So Stacey Abrams ain't finna stop the work that she been doing. Yeah. You know. Because Mitch McConnell don't need to be able to continue to pull the bullshit that he been pulling. I'm so tired of his motherfucking ass. Yeah. I hate looking at his face. Like, even just seeing him. You seen his hand? No. What's wrong with his hands? Google it. (laughs) He's sick. I don't know what it is. I'm sure doctor know what it is, but his his hand looked like a black man hand. Jesus, hold on, Mitch McConnell. It's like you know, and the only way a white man hand can look like that is something going on with your blood. Unless this nigga got revitiligo. Uh, yeah, something wrong with the boy. Why well, are the pictures not loading? You know what? It's taking forever for the picture to load. Oh, shit! What the fuck? Yeah, that man is gonna die. Oh, my God. Um. Yeah, that is, um, that's not good. I wonder what the fuck that is. Who knows? All I know is that he been tripping and whatever happened to him, whatever. <laughs> like he fell down the steps. I won't be mad. <laughs> I won't be mad. Oh my God. 
but you know somebody would namely his family yeah that's why i don't wish negative on him but if negative happened then i ain't gonna stop i ain't gonna stop i ain't gonna stop but that being said that's all i got man i don't want to get too much deeper into this stuff because it's a lot of anxiety to still overcome with what's gonna happen so yeah um but do you have anything else on your mind i do not all right well until we kind of next conversation yeah